A lot of my landscape design clients are very creative people, and today's guest, John LaDuke, is not only really great at landscape design, he's also a talented singer-songwriter in a duo called Astro Grizz. And in today's episode, we're gonna talk about how he has a legitimate, successful band, a business, and babies. He's a busy guy. So um, this is a great conversation because John talks about how he's able to balance all of the time and the benefit that it actually has to his company. So if you run a landscape company, check out today's interview. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're gonna increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Landscaper's Guide. My name is Jack Justice, and today I'm excited to have my client, John LaDuke from Outdoor Lifestyles. Um, we're talking today about having a life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> having a life in, you know, or rather enjoying different aspects of your life and your business, and in, and in your case, music. So you, you're, uh, you're in the band Astro Grizz, which, uh, if I'll put links to that in the show notes. I've been listening to you guys on Spotify and YouTube and everything. It's been super cool, John. So uh, tell us, though, first, who are you and what is Outdoor Lifestyles? Yeah, so John LaDuke, uh, Outdoor Lifestyles, uh, landscape design, construction company, and maintenance and snow as well. And it's uh, me and my partner, Brandon Knight. Um, and yeah, basically we've been around since 2015. Uh, my partner's been doing it since 95, and then I mm. started my business in 09 and kind of hit the ground running. Um, do you know everything from big kind of pool design to outdoor living spaces, all of that, and then full kind of full package maintenance. Yeah. On the landscape side, and then Astro Grizz. We formulated that in 2012. That's me and partner Sterling. Um, so that's that's kind of a key thing is having partners in both is definitely uh, helpful and kind of being able to do both, um, being able to lean on them for some of that stuff. But um, but yeah, so basically just been doing that for kind of since out of school, uh, both big passion on music and big passion kind of on the landscape side simultaneously. Yeah, and so how mu I'm just curious, how much time do you spend on each? Because you also, you're married, you have you have three kids. <clears throat> three kids. And one of them is like six months old. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're pretty busy with the family commitments, with <clears throat> the landscape business. And Astro Grizz is a legit band. Like you're in, you're in a nation, uh, nationwide com competition right now, mm -hmm. and you're last time I looked, number sixty-four out of eight thousand. Yeah. Right. So this is more than just a hobby. This is, you know, this For is sure. a legit band, and your music, you have music videos, and you guys play shows. So, how do you, how do you, how do you do all of this? Yeah. <laughs> we're and we, yeah, we are. We're serious about it. Um, actually, last night we just won, so we're thirty-two. You, oh, you're 32. Yeah. Wow. So, so hopefully we keep uh, keep going on that. Um, honestly, the my wife is huge. My partner on the landscape side is huge, and my partner with mm. music is huge because just being able to split some of the roles and can lean on him, you know, 
Brandon on you know this side of the business and um, gives me kind of more flexibility and stuff like that. But also, you know, my wife is huge. Uh, Sterling is huge in that department. But I would say the biggest thing in kind of juggling is really sort of setting up like a good plan. So like even beginning of the week, it's like, okay, I'm gonna allocate this much towards Astro Grizz. What's kind of the, you know, top five things we're really wanting to get done? What's the big picture we're kind of going after? And same with outdoor lifestyles, right? And same with, you know, kind of family's easy for me because that's kind of the, you can kind of shut down and just be, you know, more so than the, the others kind of more work. Like, like mm-hmm. let's get after it. Yeah, I, I'm a big, big fan of planning my week. And I had I had an episode recently where I actually plan it out on paper. Mm-hmm. That, and then I also use Google Calendar and our various digital project management programs and things. But for me, like printing out the week and looking at it is just really helpful for me to know what are, and I do it the same way with like, what do I need to do for my family this week? What do I need to do in my business this week? And then it's, and then it's partly just, sticking to it we've both gone through the period of 80 to 100 hours a week and i don't know if you can skip that but there's a certain point where you you can stop doing that how did you reach that point where you were able to decide to work 40 to 50 hours a week yeah so i i, I you know astro Grizz and especially the landscape company because that's you know landscape right now is definitely what's paying you know the bills but it's that hard kind of grind. And then I think as you are able to start, okay, I can take off this hat. Okay, I can take off this hat now. And you really start to put people in place to where you don't have the 30, 40 hats. Um, And you're able to kind of focus more, then it's like, okay, here's 40 hours I have to give. Here's 50 hours, whatever kind Mm -hmm. of that number is. What am I best at? Like, is is my time best suited, you know, running around Mm -hmm looking for the best deal on tires? Probably not. Like, you know, I I need to be able to kind of pick and choose, okay, this is very important, you know, kind of on, uh, you know, like, I guess the immediate. So like to me, like I'll have immediate things, like there might be a big client we're about to sell that week or something like that. So that's like very important. But then also I wanna, you know, spend time towards big picture stuff. You know, we need to upgrade, you know, like a video on this or I want to put together a video for that or update mm-hmm. the contract or, or, or kind of whatever it is there. So, like I said, setting that up in the week, like what is my important kind of hit this, 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 that's everything to me. Because if I do kind of start drifting off and doing like kind of tasky things, I can kind of get back and be like, mm-hmm. no. No, we got to get back to kind of, you know, these five benchmarks that I was really trying to hit that week. So how much, how much time are you spending? I'm sure there are some weeks where I know that you actually go to Atlanta, Georgia to record the songs and produce them in a studio. And so you're, I imagine you're there for a few days or even a week at a time for that. Right. Yep. Um, So there's those little stints where you, you're like, that's what you're doing. Yep. What about in a normal week? How much time are you spending on music? I would say, I mean, a normal week is probably more like 10 hours. Um, But then, like you say, like we kind of have those, you know, big high intensity weeks. And that's like, 
I mean, you could have 60 hours almost in like a three day, four day period. It's just like wake up, write, record, um, kind of grueling. But I think one thing we've really done well is we don't have a lot of kind of fluff time, I guess. So there's not a lot of time and that's by nature, right? We do have careers mm -hmm. and we do have family and everything else. So we can't like go to the studio and hang out for 12 hours and kind of like come up with ideas of songs. It's like, you know, I'm writing on my free time at home, Sterling's writing on his free time mm -hmm. at home. And then when we get together, it's like, we've got the, the ball's already moving. Mm -hmm. And it just, it streamlines a lot of kind of the thought process and kind of things that can be slow. So when we had lunch the other time you were here, mm -hmm. I learned that you're sober. Yeah. Um, so I'm sober too. I've been yeah. sober for coming up on six years. And I know for me, it's, I feel like I've gained at least two hours of the day. Oh, one, yeah. one at nighttime, maybe several at nighttime, yeah. but more so in the morning. I just wake up and I'm like, let's go. I'm rested and ready to have a great day. So yeah. I feel way more productive. I'm able to produce more content. I've been able to enjoy working out and my family and it just feels really good. So I'm curious, how has sobriety impacted you? I mean, that's nail on the head and, and kind, of, kind of getting back to, uh, you know, that free time, how do we allocate our time? There's only so much time in a week, whatever. Well, that's, that was kind of a big push, you know, for me, it was like, I kind of had to take a step back and say, okay, if I'm really wanting to do this still and, and, and still really be serious about, you know, not just music as a hobby, like we're serious about it and we're serious about landscape. Like, is, is this feasible? Well, we kind of took a step back and it's like, well, what am I spending other time on? And, you know, is there fat again, is there mm -hmm. fat that could be trimmed? And there's a ton of fat in that. Like, you don't think, <laughs> like, you, you don't think about it. Um, but yeah, even just like, you know, I, I think so many things are geared towards like, you know, we get together, even if it's a networking event or whatever, uh, you know, get together and have some beers and blah, blah, blah. That's all great. But it's like, I could be spending that time. Like, I still think the networking is great. I still think getting together, doing, you know, stuff like this, like the lunch we had, those are the benefits huge. Um, now I can wake up at five, six in the morning and be charged and ready to go. And, and, and that block of time just, mm -hmm. you know, able to be spent. I, I totally agree. And, uh, yeah, the networking, I've actually found that it's improved my networking because yeah. I'll see people that I haven't seen in a year and I'll remember what I talked yeah. to them about a year ago. They're like, how do you remember this? And yeah. they're like, I didn't have three beers yeah. while we were talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I remember right. you. Right. Um, but You're so familiar, yeah. You know, that's selfishly has been another business benefit of it. But there is, you know, I was listening to some music and some of it's about drinking though and going to the club and stuff yeah. like that. But that's tongue in cheek, you said. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about <clears throat> some of the lyrical content and Yeah, so I think like so one of our newer ones it's called Burn a Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, that right in the title, Burn a Day. Um, it's 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 fun song. So if you hear it, it's not like this, you know, hey, you know, this is a problem. You need to get. I, I don't think we want to be in anybody's face about it. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it, it and I'm not like I most of my friends, you know, are still drinkers and stuff like that. And I love hanging out with them. Um, but it's, you know, for me. Burn a Day, it's like a happy-go-lucky song, but it's all about kind of going out and drinking and blah, blah, blah. And it's like that next day, 
is wasted. Like burn another day. Like, oh yeah, we had so much fun. What did we do again? Oh, that was cool. Yeah, I kind of remember. <laughs> like, and then it's like that whole morning or whatever, that whole next day um, kind of gets burnt. So that that's like, again, kind of tongue in cheek on 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 the sobriety thing. To be honest with you, I was, I was wondering if it was gonna affect like the writing, mm -hmm. you know, just not, and not at all. If anything, we're just way more, way more productive. And, and like when we do go out to Atlanta, it's like an oiled machine. Like, okay, we'll spend this time, I'll be writing, Sterling's in the booth, he's recording. And it's just like, go, go, go. You know, before when we go out there and there's beers involved, <laughs> towards the end of the session, it was starting to get a little sloppy and it's a little bit like, all right, well, let's regroup and come back, you know, tomorrow. Yeah, I, you know, really, I, I think that what, what you're doing and why I wanted to have you on the show is I think it's great that you have this musical outlet that you're working on. And so many people, I know myself, gave up parts of that for me, like hunting is like a big sure. passion of mine. And in, in the last few years, I've gotten into it again. and it's been so fulfilling for me and I've actually found that it helps me run my business better knowing that I need to go spend the time doing something that isn't my business. And uh, right. I, I just wanted to hear, hear some of, some of that of like, how, how does being a musician and going to Atlanta for four days actually help you run a better landscape company? Sure. For me, it's like one fuels the other. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, I've been asked before, what if, you know, what if music takes off and it blows up? Like, would you still do landscaping? And the answer is absolutely. Like, landscape's just as much a passion. It's not like I'm doing landscaping kind of now, hoping that, you know, mm -hmm. music, my dream will take off. It's like, there's things on landscaping that I can't replace with music. Like, there's like creative that I just love about it, that I'm passionate about it. And same with music. And there's business things on music that I could definitely do without that you don't have to put up with on the landscape side. Um, so for me being able to kind of like channel some of that and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the, like the frustrations or stresses or whatever you can go through, like being an entrepreneur, it's nice to have that outlet to where I can go write a song or I can go blow off steam in kind of a healthy way. Right. Um, so, so to me, it, it's like, if I'm gonna put, let's say, 45 hours in next week, like I feel like I'm a lot more in like that flow state, um, as opposed to like a kind of a doing it, doing it sort of mentality where it's just like mm -hmm. as as busy. You know, it kind of clears the clutter for me. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, how do you write music? How does it like? Do you write the melody first? Do you does Sterling send you a beat and say, hey, write something to this or like what what I'm sure it's probably all of the above, but generally, what's your process like for creating yeah. music? Yeah, so it's um, usually we hear the music first. So we have a bunch of different producers and stuff we work with. Um, the producer we work with in Atlanta, he, he does a lot of amazing beats and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So he might, for instance, send one over and say, hey, I think this one's perfect for you guys, and we'll listen to it. Um, and it's like, holy cow, like right there, you know, it's like, this is going to be like, you just get that feeling like this mm -hmm. could be an amazing song. I think that's kind of the start. And then do you, do you record some, some at home? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing that? Yeah. So <clears throat> then, so again, this is like kind of getting back to the efficiency thing. I'll hear like a beat and I'll start going to town 
and just writing, 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 writing. And this is at my house, right? This <laughs> might be when the kids are napping or something like that. And, <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, I, I can work with that. I'll record it on my phone, mm-hmm. just kind of the cadence and stuff like, because you can forget. I mean, like, oh, totally. You know, you write something, it's like, oh, it's amazing. And right. then you put it down for 10 seconds. And I agree. So I actually write a lot of music. Well, I don't write as much as I used to, but I use the Voice Memos app yep. on my phone, and yep. you just sing something and record it, yep. and it's so amazing to have that. To me, what's so amazing, I kind of getting back to, like, I don't drink anymore, but you can forget, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you have something and you, you write it or whatever, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, and I've had where, like, a phone call comes in, and I mm-hmm. take it, and I, like, get back to it, and I'm like, wow. How did, how did that go? Right. Um, so yeah, I'll voice memo it, and then usually Sterling and I will get together. We have our own kind of home studio that's actually at our office, Outdoor Lifestyles office. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, you're so going to have to send me some photos. Of oh, yeah, yeah. So Sterling's local then? Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, and we'll get together, and we'll kind of record concepts. Mm-hmm. And then so by the time we go out to Atlanta, we'll, usually we have, you know, eight to ten concepts. And... Um, kind of ready there and our producer kind of will be like eh i don't know about this one so what what's the first song that people listening should go and check out um what what's a a good first astro grizz song to listen to and why uh maybe actually the video awake Mm -hmm. i think that's just good because it's it's it kind of has a lot of elements and you know depending on it like if you like country music or rap or hip hop or whatever, tend, that tends to be kind of the most open door. Mm-hmm. But man, our our music goes everywhere it, from kind of more funk feel, pop, hip hop. Yeah, and then I think from there you kind of there, there's some good videos and stuff on YouTube and. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. And one of those one of the songs, what was the song we were texting about that had the guitars? Oh, whistleblow. Whistleblow. Yeah, yeah. Love the guitar parts in there. So that yeah. was a live band yep. that you played with? No, so producer uh-huh. and like he had three guys come in and they, yeah. That was, that was awesome. Live instrumentation. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So so we'll, we'll roll some, some clips of this in the podcast. And uh, John, thanks so much for coming on the Man, show. And Jack, thanks for having me. That yeah. was awesome. John LeDuc from Astro Grizz. So check out Astro Grizz and check out Outdoor Lifestyles. I heard they have a sweet website. Yeah, yeah, an awesome <laughs> website. Yeah, <laughs> they absolutely do have an awesome website. You do actually, and yeah. the photos that you guys post are—I mean, the the landscape work you guys do is super inspiring. Outdoor living spaces, and it's always fun to post new photos on your site. Yeah, and we appreciate you guys too. We've come a long <clears throat> way since we started working with you. So cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, John. Right on, Jack. Thank you. Do you know Chromio, the artist? No. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't. For real, dude? No, you I don't. You don't know Chromio? I don't think okay, so. Okay, I'm going to, you got to listen yeah. to Chromio on the way home because okay. they're a duo. Okay. And they are phenomenal. Okay. And they, dude, you don't. No. I'm telling you about Chromio. <laughs> dude, Chromio, I th- I'm hoping that you like Chromio. You're either going to be like, this is the lamest, cheesiest music ever, or you're going to be like, this is sweet.